It's Vancouver's podcast on the Canada's Podcast Network. Hello, everyone. I'm Angela Fay, hub builder and co-host of British Columbia's podcasts, part of the Canada's Podcast Network, your source for great insights from entrepreneurs from across Canada. We talk to entrepreneurs who are making it happen here so you can listen, discover, and engage. Hi, this is Angela Barnard coming to you from the Network Hub in Nanaimo with BC entrepreneur Rakesh Soni. Uh, let me tell you a little bit about him. Over the last five years, he's been instrumental in growing Login Radius from a tech startup to an industry leader in the digital identity space, securing over $1 billion yes, billion, user identities worldwide. He's raised about $20 million of funding from Microsoft's M12, ForgePoint Capital, Real Ventures, and more. And why it's relevant is as our lives become more digitized, uh, Rakesh aims to improve online experiences and provide cybersecurity for every internet user. He angles business development strategies to improve trust between customers and businesses by creating solutions in online security and privacy, along with high-performance online experiences. So ultimately, Rakesh wants to protect digital identities around the world, whether they're freezing in Canada or surfing in Australia. First of all, Rakesh, welcome. You are here uh, sitting in Vancouver with us today, right? Yeah, thanks for having me, Angie. So let's just kick it off. Tell me a little bit about your entrepreneurial journey. Um, yeah, so I came to Canada, I've been 13, 14 years as a student and <laughs> love this country, enjoy my student life here and then always wanted to get into business and innovation and being an engineer, you know, tech is what I loved um, and, you know, back in uh, 2012, I, along with my co-founder, you know, started this evening project called Login Radius. And then it kind of become a company in 2013 and we quit our job. And since then, we have been trying to build this business uh, to help, you know, internet user to have a better experience and, you know, better security and better privacy. Perfect. Well, we talked um, a little bit about where your business is located. Uh, can you share, share with us? Again? Yeah. Yeah. So we have headquarters here in Vancouver with the offices in Toronto. Uh, on Ontario, as well as uh, we have office, two offices in India, uh, one of my hometown, Jaipur, and also Hyderabad, another tech city in India. Plus, we have some regional small offices, uh, you know, in various country, uh, countries as well. And yet most of the actual business transactions are where? Uh, most of our clients, I would say more than 90% of them are outside Canada. Okay. So we are pretty spread globally, uh, heavily North America, U.S., Canada, Europe, APAC regions are where we are getting significant, you know, adoption of our technology. Any challenges in being based in Canada, but with all your global clients in U.S., U.K., international? Uh, being in Canada, I think, is pretty good. Uh, there's no specific challenge from location point of view. It's pretty close to Silicon Valley from Vancouver, so the pretty solid connectivity. Vancouver is a well-connected city. Time zone-wise, is pretty good as well. With our office in India, we are able to cover our clients 24-7. So that way, we kind of complement each other. 
But uh, the only kind of challenge I see is that our tech ecosystem is not as strong as some other ecosystems in the world. So getting those senior talent, you know, taking company to the next level is always challenging. What do you think are, are the biggest gaps here in BC right now? I would say the biggest gap I see NG is around the senior talent. Okay. You know, the people who have already, you know, done that and you know, scaled the company to hundreds of millions of revenue, come people who are, took the companies to public, they're very, very handful of such examples we have. And that means we did not produce enough talent on that sector. And then, you know, Vancouver is a great city to attract talent though. Uh, but Absolutely. it's still a challenging. <laughs> Great lifestyle city. Out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what do you think is the best strategy for you guys? Do you think it'll be growing that senior talent from within or do you think it'll be hiring from around the world? Yeah, we always prefer to um, you know, develop talent internally mm-hmm. um, and we have done it in past. However, we are always trying to see if we can bring more senior talent you know, in Vancouver from outside. Uh, we are a pure tech company. Because of that, people can actually work remotely and they can still contribute. So right. we are continue investing or figure out the better way to work remotely with our team. Yeah. And, you know, and that's why we have more and more spread workforce now. And with that, I think our access to talent would be easier. Uh, one thing I'm in- intrigued about, and I think, you know, the, we, we hear tech companies, but can you give me an idea of what you actually do? Like, are you you're programming and what, what is the function that you serve for your B2B and mostly B2B clients? Yeah. Right? So uh, we are an enterprise software as a service in a platform. Mm-hmm. And what we do is, um, you know, we manage login function on websites and mobile app and everything around login. Okay. So let's say you're a consumer, you go to the website, whether it's the news or travel or wherever you go, even your bank, you need to sign up, you need to create an account, then you need to log in, and then you finally log out. So businesses need to manage your digital identity at their end. And then our software fundamentally manages that whole login experience you know, whether it's a sign up to email verifications, identity verifications to you know, authentications to single sign on to securing the account, securing the data, managing the data in the back end, ensuring the privacy regulations are in place, pretty much anything you can think around login. And that's how we came up with the name Login Radius, by the way. We put login at the center, <laughs> and everything around login creates a radius. And, and our vision is how we continue expanding the radius to grow this business and serve you know, more and more clients. Love it. Love it. Now, I'm curious, this is a bit of an assumption here, but are most of your clients enterprise level, sort of, you know, that, you know, Fortune 500 companies or big, big companies? Yeah, I mean, when we started the company, we were targeting a lot of SMBs and then mid-market and then, you know, enterprise. So we do have clients in all these segments, but our platform is primarily the, the modern version we have as of today is primarily designed to serve, you know, global, you know, 2000 sort of companies, the big, right. big companies. Um, however, we have stripped down smaller versions as well for okay. SMB and mid-market, which we serve as well. Cool. So you, you do have that sort of small business market yeah, uh, yeah, or do. a product for that market as well. Really, you're the best person to talk to. So I would redirect people sure. to you. Um, talk to me about what fuels your passion. What gets your juices going every day, Rakesh, to, to love what you do? 
Yeah, so what really excites me or even I get up every morning, right, um, is that, you know, these the consumers, like, you know, when we go to internet and I, nowadays a lot of people spend so much time on internet and then we always go through that frustration around bad experience, right? <laughs> and then if if we if my account is breached, then it even get become a nightmare for me for days and even months. Right. You know, my privacy and my information, people might get into my financial, you know, uh, accounts and so on. So my, you know, my mind and the rest of the team's excitement is around how we make, you know, that experience great for these people, how we can remove that day-to-day frustration on internet and how we secure those accounts and data and privacy so that we give the peace of mind to those hundreds of millions of people. Currently, we have hundred over a billion identities of people using our platform wow. indirectly. You know, with over four, 4.5 or 5 billion internet user population, and each probably have like a 10, 20 accounts. So there's over 100 billion digital identities, even more. So, how gotcha. we kind of penetrate into that and help, you know, make internet a better place? How are you going to? Well, uh, we are <laughs> innovating our technology to ensure that we really meet the modern challenge around experience, security, and privacy. And then with, with the infused capital from our investors like Microsoft's M12, ForgePoint, we are continuing building the solid team together and trying to distribute this technology and make you know, awareness of this technology to the bigger audience. And that way, I think we will able to penetrate more and more of internet population through our you know, customers. Rakesh, what do you think are the trends over the next decade that people in the tech sector should be mindful of? And maybe, I mean, you're kind of in the security industry. What, what should we be aware of that we should prepare for? Yeah, so the, the biggest trend which is already going on and it's going to get you on, you know, better or maybe worse for some companies who don't follow it, um, is the experience. So the modern consumers are very well connected. Mm-hmm. You know, they want things on demand. You know, they want this amazing personalized experience. They are not here to wait for you know, uh, minutes and even like more than even five seconds. Right. Like I remember in early 2000, uh, when I was in India, we had dial pad connections, right? I was okay <laughs> waiting for the web page to When you hear the little in the background. So I was okay waiting for a, my email to load in like three minutes. That was amazing those days. But when I go to internet or when you look at the younger population, right, they barely have like a three to five seconds. Within that time, they want that experience and service and right information in front of them. Uh, for example, companies like Google, they have done it. When you type a little bit something and then Google automatically suggests it and like, hey, this is exactly what I was looking for. So the, most of the, the, the internet population is getting programmed to have that expectation of that modern experience. The brands and businesses are way behind it. And that's the biggest trend the businesses need to do. And not, not only businesses, even like a pub sector, like municipalities. You know, if I want to pay my parking fine, I'm not going to go to your office between nine to five. I want to pay whenever I want, maybe Saturday night. So governments to healthcare, to banks, to media, and so on, these modern consumers are very different, and the companies need to really understand and serve them. That's the one big trend. And the second trend is that how consumers interact with the, the brands is already evolving 
you know, started with the computer, then it's a mobile phone, and now you see the adoption of smart speakers. So smart speaker is getting pretty much everywhere, and people want to interact with you through voice. There's no more screen. And in the future, there are more interfaces will come in next, say, 10 or 15 years, and companies and people need to really understand how they're going to serve their customers through these new media. And that's another big trend, you know, coming up. I'm going to be honest. I don't even know how that works, right? How, do I, how <laughs> if we're going to lose screens and it's going to be voice. I can't imagine. We, we'll, we'll get you at an event at some point with Canada's podcast, and you can share maybe you know, what sure. we need to know and how, what technical skills we need to know to get there. But uh, let's talk a little bit about I, uh, what's your what's your ask actually with your company right now? If, if you've got something in the next, um, you know, six months that you really need to achieve, whether it's market capital, talent. What do you need right now? How can people help? Um, we are always, I mean, we are a growing young company, so we pretty much need all aspects, whether it's the customers or lo- always looking to hire more talent in the company. Uh, so our biggest ask is, you know, anybody who, you know, would like to improve the experience, security and privacy for their consumers, I'll love to kind of talk about our technology and how we can help. We're always looking for talent to continue, you know, support our growth. Um, and, and then we're also looking for strong partners uh, who can work closely with us to, to, you know, increase the adoption of our technology. And who can you describe a great partner? What would be a good strategic partner? Um, the partners could be uh, most of the service companies out in the market, tech consulting firms, uh, the companies who work in security, uh, cybersecurity, or companies who work on digital transformations. Um, their clients fundamentally need a digital identity platform to provide their experience. Perfect. Awesome. Let's switch tacks a little bit and talk about where you work and how you work. Can you describe a day in the life of Rakesh? Yeah, so I work here in our headquarters mainly, uh, but definitely traveling a lot here and there. You know, I usually start my work around 7 o'clock in the morning. So usually spend 15, 20 minutes morning to quickly scan my you know, calendar and emails, anything particularly I need to address. Uh, so quickly catch up on those things and then get ready um, and get to office by 8 a.m. Uh, that's where I typically target. I live walking distance from office and that's how I always, you know, Lovely. I, I hate, I mean, I, I love transit to some extent, but I hate wasting, you know, two hours of wasting my time. time. Exactly. Um, <laughs> so I get close to my office and from 8 a.m., you know, to 6 p.m. or 6.30, I usually stay in the office. And, you know, a lot of, you know, meetings, that's what usually happens more than anything nowadays. Uh, you know, sometimes some interviews, strategic discussions and so mm-hmm. on. And, you know, I usually have lunch in the office as well. Um, we provide, you know, breakfast. So I usually also have breakfast in the office. And, you know, pretty much stays in the, I stay in the office from eight to uh, six before I leave for home. And where do you go? What do you do for recreation, inspiration? Can you think of another cool spot that you like to go that fuels you? Yeah, so I um, I do a little bit of, you know, uh, running. So I usually like to run every day, three to five kilometers or in 10, 12 kilometers sometimes too. Um, so that keeps me, you know, my brain refreshed every day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then I do quite a bit of books reading. I, I mean, I definitely spend a lot of time on internet as well, kind of getting up to speed on what's happening in the world and tech scene particularly. 
Uh, but I do read a lot of books and that's where I get my inspirations and you know, a lot of my self-learning happens through those books. Um, I try to read not a lot, but probably 30 to 40 books a year. Uh, that's what I try to target. It's quite a bit. How do you do it? Is it your actually old school paperback or are you Yeah, I prefer books? paperback. Yeah. Yeah. I prefer paperback. With the traveling, what happens is like I keep books so and it's like a four-hour flight to Toronto that yeah. I try to read a lot. <laughs> um, but I also have a thumb rule of reading around 20, 25 pages a day. Yeah. So I'm trying to be as disciplined as possible. And then a couple of tricks can help me get there. Now, your office is actually physically right downtown Vancouver. Is that right? Yeah, we are next to Waterfront Station, a block oh, and a half, I think, or two blocks. Right downtown. So you're living yeah. and working right downtown Vancouver. A gorgeous view to North Van and, you know, seeing the seaplane landing and taking off. Absolutely. <laughs> and you, uh, and so obviously you're running close to there on the harbor front, things like that. Yeah. 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 So a little bit, I mean, you talked about uh, you do a lot of reading, you have a lot of inspirations. Let's have some fun with some rapid fire questions. Do you have an inspirational quote on your computer or your wall or something that is a bit of a mantra or something that sticks? Oh, I have a lot of them. But I think on my laptop, I have two uh, get shit done. <laughs> so, um, and the second is, you know, sales goes up and down, but, you know, uh, service remains forever. Wow. So we kind That's of really cool. care about our customers and your mantra is like, you know, service is, you know, very, very important. We don't want that to be down. Yeah, absolutely. How about, uh, I mean, obviously with 30 to 40 bucks a year, it's probably hard to pick one or two, but could you, could you give us one essential reading that you'd love to recommend to, to listeners? Um, I mean, I, I read all sort of books, so history to psychology, to entrepreneurship, to sales and stuff like that. Um, I, I like one of the books I read I don't know, a year and a half ago, uh, Pitch Anything. Uh, that was a very good book on how you kind of communicate and, you know, present your ideas and tell your story to the audience. Not audience, but more in the one-on-one meetings. Yeah. So I found it a very, very helpful book. Who is your most influential mentor? I have a coach, um, but that's only like recently. But usually uh, some of my close friends and my co-founder, um, nice. you know, we constantly talking and bouncing ideas. Uh, some of my board members. Uh, so we you have a board? Of, yeah. yeah. We have a board of directors. So I you know, bounce a lot of ideas. They provide a lot of mentorship, share ideas. Like my board altogether probably uh, managing over 150 companies in their portfolio. So they bring a lot of those learnings to me. Well, and I'm a little bit curious about your board of directors. How, how did you find them? How did you appoint them? Or, or what, what's their interest and skin in the game with you? Yeah, so uh, most of them are our investors at the same time. So as we work together, um, they found us, you know, as an exciting opportunity to invest and partner with us. And with that partnership, we brought them as a board member so that they can, you know, share their knowledge and experience with us and help, you know, help us build the company. What is on your bucket list to achieve in the next uh, 12 months, personally or travel-wise? Ah, personally, <laughs> I wanted to run a full marathon, uh-huh. which I haven't done yet. Cool. So that's one of the big one I want to get done. Hopefully this summer is almost over here. So maybe next year as the one big, uh, you know, um, and then a travel, 
uh, probably want to spend a couple of more weeks in Europe. So let's see next time nice. if I can do that. Uh, these are the two personal short-term items. <laughs> Perfect. One of our fun questions with Canada's podcast is to say, listen, if you were abandoned on a, on a remote island with no technology and, and uh, no way of connecting with the world, you could make one phone call you know, when you were done for somebody to come pick you up, how long would you last on this island and what would you do there? How, how long would I last? Yeah. If you didn't uh, have... <laughs> but as long as there is a food, right? To yeah. survive. <laughs> <laughs> so, so true. Um, I think I can last. I think I can last a lot, long, long. Um, I mean, I, I love people and all those things, but from lasting point of view, I also kind of get maybe in writing and I, enjoy nature a lot as well i don't know maybe maybe six months 12 months wow that's the longest anybody's ever said that's fantastic <laughs> but, but i think beyond that it might be hard i need some human interaction after that <laughs> before you start talking to balls yeah. yeah excellent is there anything you'd like to add for today um no i don't know any particular thing i need to say and how can we connect with you what's the best way of connecting with you uh, after today? Yeah, uh, I usually um, connect with people on LinkedIn. So okay. if anybody search my name with Logan Radius, they should be able to find me. And the second is Twitter. So on Twitter, my Twitter handle is O-Y-E. And then my last name is Sony, S-O-N-I. Excellent. Well, it has been an absolute pleasure. I look forward to meeting you in person, hopefully, over one of the Canada Podcast events coming up. Congratulations on the success of your company so far, Login Radius. Thanks again, Rakesh, for joining us on Canada's podcast. Thanks for hosting me, Angie. I really enjoyed it. Thank you. Hey there. Thanks for taking the time today to listen to British Columbia's podcast on the Canada's Podcast Network. We hope you enjoyed the show today. Make sure you sign up for our newsletters and write a review for us on iTunes. Connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, or at canadaspodcast.com. You can check out what other entrepreneurs are doing across the country. I'm Angela Fay. See you next time.